I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for November 14th through 18th. I almost said December because we were just planning ahead. Do not get that <laughs> far ahead. I am not ready for December. Not at all. Not in the least bit ready for it. And my calendar is on December right now because I had that pulled up. So whew. outside of General Hospital, this was a crazy week in terms of, I feel like social media and then also Port Hall's pipeline and everything. The first thing I kind of want to get started with was something that I did message you about because we typically don't message about stuff during the week, but it has really nothing to do with General Hospital. <laughs> I was late, not, late night TikToking and came across this sweet guy. And the whole reason I got sucked into his page, actually, I didn't get sucked in. It was only the second video of his that I watched. Okay. Then I got sucked in. But the first one was the top 10 opportunities like people have missed in history. Uh-huh. And he had some legit, and I can't remember any of them. And this because then I guess some girl broke his heart. He's like, Aww. he's like, and so and so, you broke up with me. You missed it. Like, you know, but like, and he kept going back to it. But yeah. like, you always hear of like these musicians or something that, well, I sent my demo to six different companies like RCA and Capitol Records or whatever. And they said no. And then the little guy said yes. Right. So his whole TikTok was something like that. And I was like, okay, I like you. You're funny. And so I just checked out the rest of them. And then he had this one video that was promoting who I'm assuming is his now girlfriend. I would assume. It just really, really resonate with me and so i wanted us to give her a little promotion because whoops that's not it i just thought that it's awesome that he's possible for her to shut up <laughs> i just thought it was awesome that hey guys i just wanted to plug i just wanted to can i, can I just get to my profile thank you <laughs> profile 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 there it is 
But I just wanted to give her a little plug because it's the holiday season and her story is pretty cool. And it's really super sweet that this little, this little, there's a reason why I said little because I just read it. You'll understand why in a second. But her boyfriend is being this supportive of her. So listen to her story and then we'll talk about it. Hey guys, I just wanted to plug my girlfriend's Etsy store. She used to work as a server and one day she brought this man sparkling water instead of still water and he punched her in the face and the manager didn't even ask the man to leave. So she was like, enough is enough. I'm going to focus on my Etsy store, but she's not getting enough sales and it breaks my heart, guys. Look at these Boba Tea stickers. She just wants to sell these stickers. She makes family portraits and autumn sticker pack. I'll put her website in my bio. If you do buy a sticker, rest assured, she's going to put a bunch of bonus stuff in the envelope. She's been getting so excited every time she does get a sale, she writes a handwritten note. But even if you go there and just like something, I'm sure she'd appreciate it. Thank you so much. Sorry for being a simp. Hey, guys. First of all, let's not have him apologizing for being a simp because he's being a supportive. Right, exactly. Sweet, sweet boyfriend. And almost all the comments are like, "Um, why are we not talking about the beginning part of this video? Yes. I've never been punched in the face by a customer, but I have had things thrown at me. When I worked at the bank, somebody came and threw something in my face in front of my regional manager because I had the audacity to ask him for his ID the day before because I didn't know who he was. And that's the law. So he came in the next day with a pile of his mail, threw it in my face started cursing at me that I now know who he is. And my regional manager comes out and is like, now, Mr. So-and-so, and this is exactly how she talked. Do you know Shannon? Do you know her husband's name? Do you know her kid's name? I'm like, can you quit telling him my business? Right, exactly. No, it's her job to protect your money. And that's why she asked for your ID. The reason why his account was not shut down that second is because he would open a business account at the drop of a hat so that my store manager my branch manager would make goal because he was a big client and I had it happen when I was a server too. You know, like people get mad at you. I had to shut someone off one time and I had, okay, I lied. Someone whipped a quarter in my face because the restaurant that I worked with at the time, if you were stiffed because you followed proper alcohol serving procedures, they would give you 20% tip. Because they never wanted you to make... Oh, nice. Right. They never wanted you to question, should I keep doing it or else I'm going to lose my money? Right. And I actually cannot remember if they did not count the quarter, but it's like he knew that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is. It's it's ridiculous. I, I've never tried to be a server just because I do not think I would be good at that job. But also the customer service is ridiculous. Just as being a cashier, I've had so many people yell and scream and I'm like, it's not my fault that your cards declined. Okay. Quit screaming at me. Go right. get some money. And it's different when someone's like, listen, I'm just really frustrated, you know, and obviously right. we all have it. And it's, I've done it where I'm like, it is so not you. This is just like a, mm. right. You know, exactly. You don't, you know, and um, I don't care what it is. Even if you have the most incompetent person serving you or helping you or whatever you don't throw things at people like you teach your kids that at two years old you don't punch, you don't them in the punch face people right hands to you the wrong water <laughs> for for anything hands to yourself so the name of her shop is little guy paper oh my god that's adorable and her name is christina she's in calgary alberta canada does ship internationally because i was like before we tell you to buy something, let's make sure that if you're in the U.S., mm -hmm. you can get it. Yep. 
And so I shot her a message because I had sent a private message. So her boyfriend's TikTok account is Everyday Alex. And for him to receive my message, we have to both be following each other. Okay. So I used my mini detective skills, went to her Etsy shop and messaged the seller. That's not really detective skills. That's just (laughs) smart. To be fair, it was like 11 o'clock at night though. So I normally am asleep. And so I just said, hey, you know, I've been a server bartender. You know, I've worked in customer service. That's just not cool. Also, she's a fan of My Favorite Murder. And she he took a video of her listening to the show while putting together her orders. And I was like, hey, Murderino. <laughs> and she said, just thank you so much for reaching out. I'd be honored to have you mention. Doesn't know about General Hospital. I was like, I really don't care if you do or not. Obviously, right. we think you should watch it. But Christina really wants to focus on building her own graphic illustration stationery business because I was sick of how toxic the restaurant industry was after six years of being a server through school, early adulthood, and post-pandemic. I took a leap of faith quitting and really had no idea how anything was going to turn out, and Alex really helped me. The restaurant industry definitely needs some changes all over the world to benefit employees and customers more. And she does. She has these really cute stickers. She He mentioned, you know, like family portraits and... I mean, they're really cute. And I mm-hmm. love he's like, I feel like he probably really has no clue. He's like, just look at these little Boba Tea stickers. Right. You know? Exactly. He's like, I don't get it, but I feel like people do. And she's busy now. Yeah, that is his so video. So they actually, if I, if I followed along correctly, they shut down her ability to get new orders because they thought that she had been hacked. Aww. So that's how much he drove business to her business. So that's a good guy right there. Hang on to him. Yes. So go to Little Guy Paper if you need some stickers. I know that there are some custom things that she can do. Obviously, that takes longer, but super cute. Christina is very, very nice to talk with. So hit her up. And that was our has nothing to do with anything other than the fact that I just want to get that information out there because I thought that was... I feel like it's the holiday season. I like that idea that we promote something extra during the holiday season because why not? And I mean, she just has like cute little avocado stickers. There's nothing controversial going on. Right. So yeah, that's my... (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Should do PC... (laughs) Poor Charles Pipeline, (laughs) which I realized this week... (laughs) As the initials, PCP. <laughs> but that really makes it more fun. I don't know. Now we need t-shirts that says, do you have PCP? Do you, do you have, no, that's not the right wording. Something that would be very cute with that. I'm expecting a random like 630 at night text from you mm-hmm. with just only whatever phrase you're coming mm-hmm. up with. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something good. I'm going to do the quotes backwards. Like okay. that guy's shirt yesterday. There was on here and my niece's nerves so much. Yes. Hey, she pointed out to me. All right. So we had a bunch of emails and just things coming in. One was from Rob Roselio. And I apologize if I just mispronounced your name. Hey there. The highlight of my week twice a week is this podcast. Thank you. I was like, okay. <laughs> right. So crazy question. And maybe I missed something. But why is no one aware that the person who shot Lucy was Alex, Anna's twin? I said it, and you shut me down hard on that one. Well, we learned this week that I was right, and you were wrong. But I did say that, right? You did. Because you're like, no. And I was like, all right, never mind. We're not going to go down that. I did shut you down hard. Not (laughs) happening. I know Anna shot her on the Haunted Star, and she fell into the water. Was it earlier last year? I have no idea. I think it was. I think it was, too. Yeah. 
But of course, Alex would do something that twisted to frame Anna. Mm -hmm. And what if Alex is also the hook? That might be a stretch, but her shooting Lucy seems like the logical frame up. But I'm confused why no one has brought that up. Just saying. Yeah, no, you did bring that up. I shot it down. The reason was just because I didn't want to deal anymore with that storyline. But having her work for Victor to set Anna up is a very logical Absolutely. Next step. Yeah. And then we had a message from Robin that since we mentioned Max's absence a couple times with regard to Diane, a recent soap opera digest responded to a question about Diane and Max saying that they broke up in 2011. No mention of them having gotten back together. I enjoy your podcast very much. Hi, Robin. Thank you. Also, I've been questioning to myself when Holly and Anna became good friends. I think that's a little history rewrite rewrite right there. Yes. And this act so this was actually sent at the beginning of the month. So I apologize. I feel like this is that email that I couldn't find. Ah, that would make sense. And they did break up in 2011. However, it was in 2014 when Max was shot. Diane rushed to him. They wound up moving in together. Yeah. So not sure when it went south again. But they never, I guess they never really did develop it other than saying they moved in. They moved in. So I'm not sure. And then we just got so much great feedback about our interview with Marcus Coloma. Because he is wonderful. I kept finding myself going, so here's the thing. We all have those moments where you're watching Jeopardy or something. And you're like, that is not the right answer. Like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) As we were talking to him, I'm going, that is not the right answer. What is wrong with you? I know that you know this because you're me. (laughs) Or you. Yeah. But it's like you get so wrapped up in that moment. And then you just kind of forget things. Yeah. It doesn't matter how hard we try. We still fangirl out whenever we do the interviews because we love them and we love their craft and their characters and all of that. So no matter how much we plan it out, there is still that hesitation of, oh my gosh, I'm talking to someone that I love. And especially where, as we said during, at the end of his interview, I think that it just kind of came together very, very quickly. Yes. That it just happened to be right place at right time, connected, da 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 da. Three days later, no research, no no questions, nothing. Just here we go. So the big thing that I wanted to correct us on, or not correct us on, we were right, was the Catherine Bell Nicholas pregnancy. Okay. Because neither of us could remember. Right. So Catherine arranged for Elizabeth Weber to see her and Nicholas in a compromising position. When Nick realized, he angrily broke it off with Catherine. Okay. She faked a pregnancy to win him. After repeated attempts at impregnating herself failed, the doctor told a devastated Catherine that the drug Helena had injected her with to keep her alive had somehow destroyed her ability to have children. Oh. Catherine initially refused Nicholas's marriage proposal. Mm playing her scheme brilliantly as the wedding day at windermere by nicholas's request approached catherine planned to pick a fight with laura at the reception causing a quote miscarriage so we were both right she was faking but also there was a miscarriage yes so we were remembering correctly we just weren't putting it all putting all together that after learning that they could not they could have no more children nicholas would stay with her out of guilt also partial correctness but here's the further explanation stefan stabbed himself and fell off the cliff oh yes so i knew that there was a fall involved yes but now that you say that exactly i see it and it's like 
sometimes I can't believe that we forget the things that we forget and remember the things that we mm-hmm. remember. And the big thing that I was like, you guys know this answer. Really, the only two people that Nicholas has been with are, that are dead are Courtney and Emily. Because Hayden's alive. Britt's alive. Well, I guess Catherine Bell's dead. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's a 50-50. He's not quite a Michael. We don't technically know that Hayden's alive for sure. Eh, Hayden's alive. I mean, yes, but storyline has not confirmed that. True. But Courtney's dead. Yes. So really, two confirmed. That was about it. So <laughs> I just loved him. It was great. It was it was so good. I just feel like we should sit here and be like, you come up with questions for us about Nicholas. Right. We will tell you. There you go. Send us send us your questions ahead of time. You don't do research. We will confirm that we are correct-ish. <laughs> and then we'll just have to have you on again oh. to correct ourselves. Yes. And that's kind of more of it because I feel like we really could have gone so much further into, do you seriously know what your character has done? Right. Like, do you really know? Okay. Hulu headlines? Hulu headlines. On Monday, Curtis gets big news. Yeah. I felt like that was accurate enough. There were a few options there. Yeah. On Tuesday, Sonny introduces Nina to Brick. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On Wednesday, Drew makes a pitch. Yeah. In a way. Technically, yeah. technically using industry lingo correct. Yeah. Okay. Thursday, Liz goes out on a limb. And on Friday, Maxie gives Spinelli an ultimatum. Not really. I know. Not really. It was kind of like a... Confrontation. Yeah. Argument, earful. Clears the air. Something. Let's but her, let's know that she's on to him. Not ultimatum. No. There's really no. None. You really can't give him an ultimatum. It's not like she said you cannot see Georgie anymore if that's the only ultimatum that Maxie could give him. Right. And, and she, she would never do She that. would never do it and she can't because they still have shared custody. I don't actually I know. I have no clue. I don't know if they ever went back to court, but if they didn't go back to court, then Spinelli has custody. Right. And if they did go back to court, they still have shared custody. Right. So you can't keep her. And Maxie wouldn't do that anyway. And what's she going to say? I won't be your friend anymore? <laughs> right. No. No. Mm-mm. So where do you want to start? Um, I'm going to start with Curtis's big news because how does that mean that he cannot produce a child that has the markers because things in, they say things skip generations right isn't that what that means right things skip generations and like okay so in my frame of reference because that's what i have to work with we, i've said before my daughter is bipolar that it has a strong family history to it so she has it i don't wouldn't that still mean like she had to get it from somewhere or like they talk about eye color. You can have a thousand people in your family that have brown eyes. And then all of a sudden a blue eyes pops in just because of the way the genetics hit together. But isn't that what's meant by the skipping generations thing? Like you still technically carry it. Maybe it's just not predominant. I don't know. I I really don't know. I don't know either. I just, yeah, I feel like just because Curtis doesn't have any markers does not mean that a kid wouldn't get it from his dad. Because I'm just thinking, so the other day in my office, we were discussing there's a woman in my office that has twins run on both sides of the family. So she has twins. And they were discussing because that that's where my mind automatically went to was it tends to 
consistently skip like two generations and then the next one has twins. Yes. But the ones that don't have the twins still carry the gene to have twins. It just wasn't activated. Right. So maybe he should still have those, quote, markers, but they're not active. But she's saying that he didn't have any of them. But that's what, right, right. But so, so if Trina were truly in danger, if Trina were truly potentially going to be impacted by it, I would assume Curtis would have had markers. Okay. So are they going to turn around and say that that's not Curtis's dad? So here's my question. Just because we have spoken with Riali Andrews. Mm hmm. And Maurice Bernard has brought in his own personal experiences. Mm -hmm. Why didn't they give this story? I love Donnell Turner. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Why didn't they make this Taggart story? Although I guess he couldn't have because they couldn't do that because Deke was supposed to have been the role model and that would have. Right. But what if they just changed the story that Taggart's dad up and left him when they were little and then same thing as Curtis. Right. And then he just came back later in life and then explained about all this with Taggart because Riel has shared publicly about his own mental health struggles. That could right. have been something that would have been able to tie in. I do not believe it was schizophrenia. Right. But he did tie in his own when we spoke with him. You know, he talked about things and that would have been really nice to give the person who, and I don't know, I don't, I have not read if Donnell has personal history with this also. So that's not saying that also couldn't be relevant there, but in I the storyline where we're talking about which one's her dad and this is how we're going to, it would have made sense for someone who has been a bit more vocal about it. So I think they're going to twist the storyline. My first thought was that that's not his dad. But then whenever Portia kept talking, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to bring up what we've said a hundred thousand times that mental health back in the day is not the same as mental health is now. And they're going to run the test on Marshall and he's not going to have the markers either. So he was misdiagnosed. Oh, that could be something. That's just where I assume because it doesn't make any sense for him not to have any. Even Portia they did, said. They did do a DNA test with Marshall, didn't they? I don't know if they did or not. I thought that that was actually one of the only ones that they did. And it was legit because Curtis was not believing that Marshall was his dad. That I cannot swear to you on. But Portia said repeatedly, it is very, very odd that Curtis doesn't have any of the markers. So I'm thinking that that has to be where we're going is that Marshall was misdiagnosed. And she even said, because this test just came out within the past 10 years, 20 years, whatever. Yeah, that's true. I'm just Googling is schizophrenia. It says schizophrenia tends to run in families, but no single gene is thought to be responsible. Again, she did say there was only like 10 markers or so. Right. It's more likely that a different combination of genes make, makes people more, more vulnerable. So that could be your answer. Okay. As to why Emily is experiencing bipolar, you could have the gene. True. You just don't have the mixture of the combination of genes to make more vulnerable. However, having these genes does not necessarily mean you'll develop schizophrenia. Okay. But is that also something that could be trauma induced? I would think so. It says exposure to early stress in the form of abuse and neglect in childhood increases the risk to later develop schizophrenia. 
I feel like anything not, yeah, anything with mental health could be outside factors outside of genetics. Like, yes, right. you're more inclined to develop things if your genes match up to be X, Y, Z, but trauma induced versus not right. trauma induced. It has are to start somewhere. Yeah. Right. I, don't, so. I was just curious to me, again, if someone said to me, your grandfather has this, you're not showing those genes. I would not automatically assume that meant that none of my children were going to have it because right. in my mind, like we said, everything can skip around or whatever. So right. um, I actually I, wrote, did they do a DNA test? So I don't know. I forgot to check that. Yeah, I did not check that, but I'm thinking it's going to be a misdiagnosis. That's my guess. Hmm. So. And then the only other comment I had about that was Curtis never had testing. And this is why brain mapping should be considered a standard for screening. True. Because so Alzheimer's and dementia runs in my family. And it's something that I think about. Honestly, I think about it when I'm having really difficult times remembering things. Mm -hmm. I think maybe just because I'm a little bit more hyper aware. Right. That this could be an issue. This could be a concern. And my family is huge. And to my knowledge, it was only my biological grandfather. Right. However. It's close enough that it makes you concerned. Yep. And it would be wonderful if if your leg is broken, the doctor does a scan to see where it's broken and how to fix it. Yeah. Your brain is also able to be broken. And scanned to see where it's broken. Be, and should be scanned to see what the correct fix would be. I'll pay the $75 copay on that one. Um, and then after all the stuff with the results brought me back to my favorite word to use in the hospital, Portia walks out and says to Jordan, hey, just so you know, Curtis is all clear. It's fine. Nope. HIPAA. Yeah. And then for a moment, though, because Jordan did happen to come around the corner and over here, I thought she was going to maybe have a little bit of compassion for Portia. When she overheard the conversation that was going on, like, oh, she wants to make sure she has all the information before she goes right. and blows up everyone's lives. Right. Oh, no, she did not. Mm -mm. And Portia's like, what, are you going to tell him? Right. And now Jordan's considering it. I would have given, I still think that it's not really Jordan's place, but I would have... <sighs> I wish she had just done it before she knew about the mental health stuff because, although to be fair, I guess even now he does have more of a right to know. Both of them have more of a right to know. They do, but I just don't get where people are just speaking out of turn all over the place. Your information is not mine to give. Yeah. And especially not before you have the whole picture. Which is going to roll me right into my next favorite character of Nina and her big freaking mouth. I wanted to punch Holly the TV Dardell several times. Emailed us and she <laughs> said, Nina, stop or shut up, Nina, or something like that. At least four <laughs> times this week. I appreciate that. I Did you see? I When you saw my expression, our listeners did not. Whenever uh, Marcus said, Oh, my favorite is Sunny and Nina, I was like, <laughs> I'm just not going to interrupt you, but. Why? But do you know what I thought was really interesting about that, though, is the perspective that he's coming from. I did. Is he's friends with Maurice. I did. And so they are talking about Maurice's character choices, and he is looking at it as, oh, he 
he has a little more insight. He's got a little insider trading going on. He does. He has some inside info that we are not he privy does. to. He as does. As to why Maurice is making certain choices. And that's and why. I think that's kind of cool. That's why I didn't yell at him. I just let him talk. I didn't tell him he was wrong. I, I will everyone else. You know what? So in our next part two, that is not scheduled and it's not really actually happening at this time. We should ask him, why are you interested in the Sunny Nina? Are you interested because it's Maurice and that's your buddy? Because I'd be more interested in something you were doing right. than yeah. something someone else was doing that I'm not super close to. True. So, you know, yeah. it was hard for me not to yell cheer him on no matter what. But if I know that you're working really, really hard yeah. to develop this true. thing true, true, in your true. head, I want to cheer you on and see it. All happen the way, the way that you are yes. working so hard to make it happen. So yes, but if we're gonna have Sunny with Nina, maybe Sunny needs to tell Nina to shut her mouth. There was a hot second I actually did think he was going to, because she's ridiculous. Last week it was oh Michael, by the way, your girlfriend, fiance, whatever she was at that point in time, is having an affair. And then this week it's oh by the way, do you know that Brick, who I just met right is hooking up with your ex-wife right and he's like no he flirts with her and that's exactly what i wrote brick meets nina very accepting considering how much he loves carly right glad that that came up because then carly called and nina sees her go into his room and i was at least glad that they did not forget that brick loves carly yes loves Yes, he flirts with her, but it's also it's a, a friendship. It's a friendship yeah. and a respect. I mean, he has seen Sonny and her get back together right. and raise kids together for the past 20-some years. Yeah. So, yeah, people don't traditionally just forget the ex-wife when the new girl comes into town, as they should not. Especially if they're friends with them. Right. You know? Exactly. And if Nina, like, hmm, her investigation skills aren't even that great. If you're going to try to investigate something, how about you hang outside the room for more than a minute? And then you would have seen that Carly left within 10 minutes, which was not long enough for them to be doing anything that you needed to report back to Sunny about. Thanks anyway. I was surprised that Sunny even went to Brick and was like, hey, none of your business. And you already know that she's getting involved with Drew. And even if so, at least she's with someone nice. If it was Brick. I didn't like when he said, you work for me. That doesn't mean that he owes you an explanation of everything he does in his life. Right. Maybe he has Rick some off wanted... time. Yeah. He's allowed to have friends. Exactly. Ugh. Sorry. I was just so annoyed. But I, but do you know what, though? I did like that Brick said, I'm not going to tell you. Right. Unless you really, really, really push me. And I think that Sonny knows him probably well enough to know. All right. It's something that I don't need to know. It's not yeah. my business. Yeah, because if it was, obviously, if it had to do with the kids, I don't think Brick oh, would hold that confidence. Exactly. Even if it was Joss. Exactly. He didn't know that it was Joss. I don't think he even knew it was Dex. No. No, because she didn't say no, it. No, she just said, I need and antibiotics without a record. And he was oh, like, okay. I hope that doesn't come back to bite him, though, because it is Sonny's, quote, guy is the one that he inadvertently helped without knowing but, I feel like he's going to be able to say, I don't ask you questions. I didn't ask Carly either. All it's going to take is Carly saying, I didn't tell him it was Dex. Right. Exactly. Like Carly will have Bricks back. Brick should be a doctor because he understands HIPAA in a whole new way than <laughs> what the doctors do. 
all right, you go ahead and give your input on something. I feel like I've been running the show today because <laughs> I just had very many emotions. Speaking of which, someone asked us which one of us was the shy one with oh Marcus. I think it's not me. It's not Shannon. I think that's so funny though because <laughs> especially with Marcus, I didn't feel I didn't feel like I was being shy. I felt like I was being respectful because when he answered, he answered at length. Mm -hmm. And so there was no need to jump in and be like, oh, but what about and whatever. So he would stop talking. And then I felt like one of us just asked a question. I really didn't feel like I was shy there. There are some like the Carrie, the Carrie interview. That like, was to be expected. Just don't listen to me at all. Because I was just sitting here the whole time being like, oh, my God, it's Carrie Karen. Shane, for those who don't know. Like, huh. But. And I just thought it was funny because I'm like, I didn't look at you. There was one time I asked, I was like, but, and I, what do you think? But it was part of, guys, there are seriously times where I have to sit here and like stare at her. <laughs> and I'm like, talk, you talk, your turn. But sometimes it's because we're asking the same questions and I just don't like, all that matters is we get the information. So if you're carrying on a conversation yeah. and it smoothly comes out, I was the one who challenged him on what is really turn on the heat. <laughs> He's like, try not to. What's cold over there? Let's justify you needing to turn on me because I'm freezing my butt off over here. Oh, and then they had like a TikTok or a Instagram reels the other day where they're both wearing sweatpants and sweatshirts and like half hats. I'm like, it is 60 degrees there, right? Right. right. And meanwhile, it was 30 last night and I only had my sweatshirt on. Yeah. My sweater on. So. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'll take the compliment of being shy because I don't think I've ever been called that since I was like third grade, but I really did not feel shy in that, that interview and in particularly. So back to the show. <laughs> so I guess we could just stick with, let's stick with Dex. So Dex was in Joss's room and mm -hmm. I was right that the RA was going after her about the, the bed bugs thing and <laughs> she was like i'm just right. i lied I, have, like, I just said that i heard yeah that there's she was like, i didn't say i had them i said i heard and now this time adam wasn't as creepy so i don't know if maybe it was just like a weird but i'm, I'm kind of sticking with adam though because he also asked joss to put in a good word for him yes then i don't understand why adam would have gone after joss if he was interested if he was in Trina. Well, well, unless he could be the one to comfort Trina. I think he went after Joss because he thought that she was the easy. For my theory that he's the hook, why would he? Because remember, we think that Brando was an accident and the hook was actually going after Joss. Right. But the reason to go after Joss would have been because she wasn't an easy experience. Okay. But she... if he wants Trina, why would he kill her best friend for to comfort. comfort her? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant why would he want to kill Joss? And I'm like, um... He went after her in the first place because he thought she was someone that was easy to persuade. How cool would that be for Sonny's son to be the... How cool. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but for Maurice Bernard... The coolest thing ever was whenever your son played a killer in... <laughs> but that would be. That would, that be, would cool. be really... And that's out like of that. nowhere. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's Rory and Adam. No, because... Adam has longer hair. I'm not saying that he looks what, feminine. What, but what, could someone have jingled? Guys can wear stuff that jingle. I know they can, but I haven't seen anything on Not him. on him, but what if maybe he just happened to have it on that night or whatever? Every time? I don't know. Because multiple people talked about the jingling. I don't know. Maybe that's just part of the costume. He's not a very good killer then because FYI, your killer costume should not have anything that makes noise or leaves yeah. imprints. Yeah, yeah. That Let us educate true. you. But here's the thing, too. Esme's not wearing jingy, jingle, jangly stuff either. 
No, I feel like Esme only killed Oz. Oz. Yeah. And, he, and was going to kill Nicholas in a copycat attempt. Yes. I do not think that she was the original or Ava and um, Diane and all them. Yes. I agree. So. But it would be really cool if he, if Adam was the the killer or a, like but a half part would, of the killer. But that would also. Ew. What if he and Rory have like, oh my gosh, they're doing Scream. What if they both know Esme? Okay. Okay. They both know Esme. Shannon's getting very excited. It's so cute. Go ahead. And they're avenging her. Okay. What was the rule in Scream was that the virgin can't die. Okay. Joss is not. Okay. Anymore. Right. But Trina still is. But Trina still is. Could that have been why Rory was so upset that things did not progress at the hotel? Because then she would be able to be the next target. True. And that would be avenging Esme. There you go. I hope for your sake that you are correct because you are very proud of yourself right now. Now, let's just all remember, I've only ever seen the first Scream movie. I was going to say, like, yes, I saw that movie. And I was in high school. Ask me anything about it and I I don't know. And all I remember, that's all that I remember is that Skeet Ulrich's character finally slept with Nev Campbell. Nev Campbell. Mm -hmm. And therefore, she was allowed to be a target, right? Sure. I could be misremembering this thing, but I could have sworn that that was the thing that they were like, the virgin never dies in the horror film. No, that sounds right. Right? That sounds right. But I'm not okay. going to swear to it because, again, I would have watched that movie 20 some years ago. Yeah, and me too. It didn't make that much of an impact on my life. No. So I like your theory, though. I like, I like that I like theory. where they're coming from. Okay. I'll, I'll let you have that one. Okay. So back to Dex, though. Yes. I, I really like Carly as a mom. Mm-hmm. Like 95% of the time. And this was part of that 95% of the time. Yes. She can be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. If we can all be ridiculous, let's just <laughs> own up to that one, right? No, none never. Of us, none of us have no ridiculous moments. But she did a really good job of, okay, I'm I'm not going to give you any opinion on anything that I'm thinking about what you're doing right now. Because the fact of the matter is we just need to get this kid help. Right. We don't want him you to know. die. We certainly don't want him to die on your bed. Yep. So. I like that she got the antibiotics first, but then still asked questions after. Because she was That's like, what I'm saying. She yeah. waited until she knew. And then she's like, why are you helping him? How did you get involved yeah. in this? Because I don't feel like that's every parent, though. Like, that's how I think I would. I'd be like, okay, so we're just going to handle this right now because this is right. a dire situation. But we're going to talk about this later. She's asking Joss questions to make her think and not to, I think that she is going to say at some point, you need to figure out what's going on with you and Cam. Yes. I do think that she is going to say that, but I think that she's also trying to get more information out of Joss without being, why is there a half naked boy in your bed? Right. Why were you guys hanging out? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that she's really trying to find, help Joss uncover her own feelings and then they can talk about if things need to change instead of her just going straight. Because all Joss is going to do is get defensive. True. But I love Cam. Of course she does. Mm-hmm. But she was feeling it whenever Dex was all out of it. And he's like, you are a warrior angel or something like he that. He called her beautiful. Okay. That was sweet. 
the way that he said it. Yes. It was the whole, I'm passing out, but I can't pass out before I tell you that you're beautiful. But before that, he called her his, his warrior angel. Something, yeah. Angel, his protector angel, something. Yeah. And she was like, you're not going to remember that you said that, but I'll never forget it. Yep. Something like that. It was just so cute. It was. The poster that was behind her head, though, that said Mykonos Island uh-huh. is actually a coffee table book all about the Greek island. Oh, cute. Yeah. But I think that's Trina's side of the room. Probably. Yeah. I expect that Joss's would have a bunch of volleyball posters. Mm. So we just want to stick with Carly because then I feel like that kind of leads into something else. Good. When Carly went to talk to Liz about Esme, I liked that's also part of her mothering. She and Liz, they kind of called a truce when they both told each other, yeah, we don't like each other, but our kids love each other. And so this is just yes, where we are. And she told her about Esme and she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of know about that. And then they just wind up talking about her parents. And Carly was very nice about it. And she was. She was like, I don't have pictures of Bobby. I wish I had. Just throwing that out there. But I loved Liz's line of, I'm reevaluating relationships with anyone I haven't given birth to. Yeah. I liked that. Because there will never be a reevaluation of my relationship with my kids. Right. They're my kids. That's just how it goes. Yeah. No, I, I liked that whole entire scene, especially whenever she was like, okay, I'll think about not burning them. And Carly was like, you're just saying that and you're going to burn them anyway. Right. Because that's how how it is. You're mad right now. So I thought it was sweet that she saved a picture to be able to give to Cam, I'm assuming. But maybe just to have just in case in the future. But she for whoever was might need it. Yeah. Totally justified. Liz, totally justified in wanting to be done with her parents because her dad calls and is like, hey, I want to talk to you. You name the place, the terms, the whatever. It's totally up to you, but I want to talk to you. And before she can even process that or light anything on fire, oh, she gets a phone call that her dad's at the hospital. Because he respects boundaries. Yeah. Mm-mm. I was surprised that Finn waited so long to punch him. <gasps> I would have just walked right up to him and been like, let me confirm you are who I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Okay. Boom. I know I just said earlier, hands to yourself, but I'm sorry. <laughs> the person that's had an affair with your spouse. Yeah. Sometimes the only emotion is to punch. I welcome back Michael Easton. Right? You know? Yes. Can we keep him? Mm-hmm. Can we remember that? First of all, can I just say that I love that they don't cover up his tattoos because I feel like Finn as a character wouldn't have the tattoos, but I love that they keep Michael Easton's yes tattoos visible. But I just, I do, I hope that they keep him. I feel like they've had like little pockets of him coming back. Yes. But this was really one of the first times in a lot, since he's really been Finn after Hayden. Right. Maybe in the past two to three years that we've really seen him come out and be yeah. like nope not putting up with this crap so he confronted him about reiko and then about liz i don't know what jeff's doing okay i understand like all this stuff happened years and years ago but as an adult i would hope that you have grown and matured some as a doctor i would think that you have seen a whole bunch of stuff so you should know that what you say 
to the spouse of the person you were having an affair with that has now passed away is not, oh, yeah, your wife was happy for a while, but then she was lonely, so... Right, he blamed her. He blamed Finn. Right, right. If you if you would have kept your spouse happier, they wouldn't have cheated. No, not how it works. Well, your wife was right there. Your girls were right there, and Exactly, yet- exactly. Your whole family wasn't keeping you happy. Maybe right. the issue is And you're you. here now trying to patch things up with your daughter. Right. So here's the deal. We are talking about Jeff Weber on this upcoming Port Charles 411 this Thursday. We did not watch anything. Nope. We reached out on social media. Didn't really get any feedback there either. So we're just going to have to go with it. Just didn't have. I honestly didn't even look up on YouTube to see if there was videos. I just. No, I am just going off the impression of the way that everyone has talked about him. He was a well-respected doctor. And like when Graham would talk about it to talk about him to Liz, she would be like, you know, they're out doing things for the greater good and whatever. Don't have to agree with the choice to leave the kids behind. Don't have to agree with the choice that he may be having affairs. But no matter what, you don't go back to the spouse and be like, oh, it was your fault. Right. Especially now that she's deceased and not even able to give context to that. Yeah. You're lucky you only got punched in the face once, Jeff. I'm sorry. And then Liz came and was like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And why are you getting into a confrontation with Finn? And he's like, I'm concerned about you. No, you're concerned about how this is impacting you. Right. The if you rumors. were concerned about your daughter, you would have been back when she was raped. Mm-hmm. When her when the father of her child was shot and killed. When she had her first child. Right. When her other, were she and Lucky married when he died in the fire? No. I can't remember, but still, when Lucky died in the fire. Right. When he came back from the dead, when any of her she other had two another children, child, or when she thought her child was dead, like come on, right? There was plenty of times that if you were concerned about your child, right, you would have showed up. No, you are concerned about the rumors this. that are now going to be spread about what type of person you actually are. Yeah. Ooh, and he questioned Finn's support of Liz. Yeah. No. No. Mm. No. 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 Yep. They're setting him up to be a very hated character uh yeah not liking it but then finn and liz started to talk and nicholas kept blowing up her phone mm-hmm. and so she finally i did like that she it wait, took like three or four calls before right. she was like okay seriously i have to answer this yeah goes to windermere as may's <sighs> greatest liz scene that we've had uh, in so long all of it greatest liz scene as on the floor She's in so much pain. Then she like passes out from the pain. And Liz assessed her and was like, yeah, I liked that. I'm assuming it was an actress paying attention to things. That the first thing that Liz did was pull Esme's shirt down so that you couldn't actually see her stomach. I didn't see that. Oh, yeah. Whenever she fell, you know, like younger girls. Yeah. Not younger girls, but anyone. I personally don't like crop tops because I just don't have the body for it. But the younger kids, their clothes are automatically cut kind of short. So whenever she fell back, it like raised up just a little bit to start exposing uh-huh. her stomach. And whenever Liz sat down next to her to check her, she pulled her sweater down so that her belly was not hanging out. Aww. So I assumed it was so that people weren't like, yeah, that's not a real belly. Because obviously, maybe uh, obviously the actress does not have the real belly, even if the character is really pregnant. So, yeah, 
yeah, that was great. She evaluated her and I was like, yes, she needs to go to the hospital. She's in big trouble. Loved but it. didn't tell Nicholas. She's like, we have to get an ambulance. And he's like, no, we can't. And she says, fine. You need to go get some boiling water. I will sanitize everything. Did not like when he's, you're not a doctor. Seriously. Uh, right. You called you me. She, right. <laughs> do you think that? And then she's like, do you know how many C-sections I've been a part of in the OR? Right. Even our friend who's not a doctor, who's an EMT, knows how to deliver babies. Yeah, but not feel perform a C-section. Okay. Our friend, I think, could do it. Fair enough. But still. It's Liz. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Liz doesn't know the steps to it, but I feel like Nicholas was correct in the fact that Esme would not make it just because you don't have the blood supply and the saline and all right, that stuff. And the monitoring of right. the vitals and everything. Yeah. yeah. But in an emergency situation, which this is what it was supposed to be, heck yeah, cut that baby out. Let's go. And then Esme flips out. It's like, get away from me. Right. I loved everything, everything about it. Get your crazy hands off me and my baby. Yeah. I loved that before that, when Nicholas, I think when Nicholas was talking to Liz, he said, maybe he was talking to Esme and he said something about how he thought that the next time he had a baby, it would be with someone he just cared about. Right. Right. Not loved. No. Someone I liked a little more than a one night stand was my dream. I thought Demetrius was going to break her out. I thought that she was going to play him and that he was going to break her out. I'm glad to see that that was not correct. Yeah. He was like, uh, uh-uh. I do have a side note. Windermere needs a new roof. <laughs> Did you see all the water streaks running down the walls behind Liz and Nicholas's head when they were in the, that wing needs a new roof. I did not pay <laughs> attention. I assumed it was water that got in from her. Well, I guess she didn't break the wind. Did she break the window? No. And that would have been in the hallway. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't pay that new roof. attention. And they talked about Lucky. I love Lucky. Lucky's not mentioned very often. He's not, but I loved that Liz is like, no, 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 no. You're talking about planning to have a child on your own because you're getting rid of its mother. I parent my boys by myself because their father is unavailable of his own choosing. Right. There's a difference. And did you really think that Spencer would not have benefited from having two parents? Right. Especially where the other parent was Courtney. Exactly. Yeah. I liked how they're trying to make Esme a little more of a feeling human whenever she could feel the baby kicking. And that was she was so like, sweet. what is that? What is that? Oh my gosh, that's you. Yeah. So. Parenting changes things sometimes. I don't know if having a baby can change Esme that much, but we'll see. We'll see. I th just thought it was cute that she was excited. And that is how it is. Like the first time that you're pregnant and the baby moves, you're like, what is that? Yep. There's an alien in my belly. So very cute. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And then Trina went to see Spencer to see if there was something left to savage. Oh, South- I was so mad. Savage. 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 It was savage. That conversation was savage. Yes. I was so mad. How dare he get up and be like, no, the conversation's over because he didn't want to hear that she was on a weekend away with her boyfriend. <sighs> you didn't answer because you were away with your boyfriend. Right. If you just sat down and listened to what she said, she was going to tell you nothing happened with her boyfriend because she was thinking of you and you don't even deserve it because you're a jerk. This was also something that we forgot to mention to Marcus Coloma when we were talking about recasts. Trina was recast this year, and she that was. chemistry has carried between the actresses. Yes. Yes. And that's something that very well could have gone away. Right. Easily. Yes. Very impressed with. It's not even impressed like you can can act it. It's just impressed that they were able 100%. to find someone yeah. that had that same chemistry. Well, it's what happened with Nina and Jax when Michelle Stafford and Ingo Rodemacher saw each other. At the nurse's ball, I mean, it was like a wave hit you. You're like, oh my gosh, that's going to be an amazing pairing. Yeah. And then unfortunately with Cynthia Watros, it just wasn't there. Nope. So yeah, I, I liked all of that. I didn't, excuse me, did not like Nicholas saying to Liz, whatever happens is in your hands. Like, it's, it's not in my hands. You're the deciding person here. And Nicholas has enough money he could buy a medical staff to keep on hand. Right. Why is he just calling Liz and then getting snippy with her about the fact that she's not a doctor? And she kept saying, you called me. Right. If you want a doctor, hire one. I'm sure that you can pay someone off. Mm-hmm. I do like that she also maintains the, you are locking a pregnant woman in here. Yeah. I don't care who she is. Right. Oh, that was a good part, Mm. too. When Esme is like, I can't believe that I was just called out by Elizabeth Weber. I must be losing my touch. No, Liz isn't as dumb as you think she is, Esme. No. I liked all of that. So uh, this might be a stretch for a tie-in. Okay. But Michael started talking about doing a donor drive for Willow. Mm -hmm. Harmony was part of Friends for Peace and Love Community. Okay. I looked it up on fandom and it was in Colorado, which is where Liz was originally from, even though they're now saying uh, Monterey, California. Okay. What if Jeff, what if Jeff went quote home for a minute, slept with Harmony, got her pregnant and Liz is her sister. No. And that means that Finn and Liz will break up and Finn will start dating Willow. No, (laughs) no, no. Just saying. I'm just going to shoot that down. Like I am with your, 
uh, Anna storyline. No. Okay. <laughs> Not allowed. But then Drew starts talking with Willow about using Aurora to help find. I kind of like that. I like that. It just makes me sad that we're not going to really get into the Carly Drew storyline before he realizes that Carly lied. Yeah, I think he already figured that one out. And I think that he wants to use his own investigative to discover, did she without coming straight out and asking because he was having those flashbacks of he was and he, and he thinks it but there's still a difference between thinking something and knowing it for sure but that's what i'm saying that's why i know he has his own agenda whenever do i truly think that he does actually want to do that for willow because what if he is oh, wrong right 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 this would help willow find yes. her parents however he's probably doing it for the you know what i gotta prove that my own thought is wrong I know. And that Carly's not lying. But when he proves that he knew what he knew, yeah. they're going to be over. And he saw Leo outside and Leo was all sad because everyone in the house was fighting and everyone was mad at Ned. That's a, at least in my experience, a very, very real thing. My daughter gets super sensitive if anyone in the house is upset with each other. Aww. Even if it has nothing to do with her. Right. It's like if my husband and I are arguing, it really upsets her. Mm -hmm. So that's so sweet. Poor Leo. Mm -hmm. And then he found the phone and it's like, why can't I keep it? It was just on the ground. I right. mean, it's mine. Finders keepers is probably still a thing. I but good for them so. for saying no. Right. Right. And then Michael called the number, made the connection and was like, oh, crap. Where's death right. now? Right. He's not going to figure it out because he told Dex to stay away from Joss. So yeah. it's going to take a while for that to make a connection. Joss and Michael are going to get in a fight. That's going to be good to see. They are. That's going to be really good. She's going to be like screaming at him. I'm not a little girl yep. anymore. Yep. So good. Mm. I don't know that that takes us anywhere. I don't think it directly does. Well, I guess the rest of it all kind of goes together. We'll hear real quick. So Sasha and Gladys... We're yeah. together on what would have been Liam's first birthday. Which was so sweet and mm -hmm. so wonderful. And you're like, oh, Gladys, look how nice you are. And then Sunny takes her away and Gladys is left by herself. And who does she go and talk to except for Miss Wu? And is like, hey, we're buddies because we're both investors. Even though I'm not really an investor, I'm just in charge of my daughter-in-law's money. Mm -hmm. And so that makes me an investor. And Miss Wu's like... Really? You have money. How do you like to play poker? Right. <sighs> Come on, Gladys. And maybe this is where I'm not fully understanding how guardianship works. I feel like that's a court-appointed yes. thing. I don't feel that that absolves you from any accountability. That should not absolve you from any accountability with the courts. She should have to prove quarterly, right. mm -hmm. semi-annually, right. annually. Here were the financial decisions that I made right. for Sasha, and this is why. Right. How do you Basically, just take out all this money for no reason? Yeah. I, I don't know. I'll just say I know very, very little. I know the overall conversation around Britney Spears. I don't know the nitty-gritty details. Now I'm wondering, like, did her dad not have to prove 
the things that he was doing with her money? Is that is that really a thing that Gladys is not going to be held accountable for if she starts to drain Sasha's money to go right. play poker? <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. The situation with Brittany, I thought it was more he limited her ability to make money in certain ways and mm-hmm. then signed her into contracts that she necessarily wouldn't have signed by herself in other ways. And that was where he had control of her life. I don't know what he did with her. I know he had finances. some medical stuff too. That, yeah. But I don't, it does, I mean, I don't understand how it, it doesn't matter how the storyline plays out. You're absolutely right. That it should be, let me prove to the court what I'm doing with this money. Because there's things that we're starting to have to get involved with, with my daughter. Mm-hmm. That at least I'm under the impression that at any time they could check and see to make sure that that money is going towards her care. Right. To something that helps her. Right. Not. Right. If I suddenly start having. Go into the casino every weekend. Right. And her money is all Or empty. I start dressing differently mm-hmm. and everything other than what I'm able to afford on your own right. right that should be like a big red flag right but no i mean is gladys that- even said that sasha and i in the courts have decided what's hers is mine okay right no that's that's so not guess, what was decided yeah but i guess that's how it that ha- i don't like they're how doing that for her do i like it because they're they're gonna I be like able to it. keep her yes yes i like it because we've all heard how bad gladys could be i mean hello she lied about her son being dead for how long yep but it's like, poor Sasha, come on. What more are we going to put this girl through? Right. Now she's going to be broke on top like of losing her family. pulled her aside. Yes. And that Sasha was honest and said, yeah, she did. But we talked about it and. Right. Right. Blah, 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 blah. And then they have Sasha come out and she's like, thank you, Gladys, for taking care of me and hugs her as Gladys holding the card that is going to essentially ruin their lives. Yes. Password is Vesper. <laughs> and then Brit and Brad. It sounds like Brit is giving Brad a little bit more information. Like, no, your aunt threatened me. I loved the way she stood up to Miss Lou. Mm-hmm. And Brit or Brad's like, "What are you doing?" Yep. She's like, "I have no fear. I'm going to tell her." Yep. Don't talk to me like that. I think Selena kind of respected it. I think she did too. Absolutely. And then that led us to Brit going into work the next day, and uh feeling bad lying to Cody because she's like, no, I can't drink. I, this, I, that, whatever. I'm over Cody. Austin was like, Hey, gotcha. An appointment. I know. Today. Yeah. I'm interested to see where that's going to go. Cause we never knew if the diagnosis was true or not because of the test results. Right. So I want to see if that's going to be the right results and where they're going to play that. If not, what was Victor going to do to go by seeing Brit? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I th- that was the end of Friday, so I don't think right. That, he just happened they over don't here have the ice princess, but they have no reason. Yeah, right. Sam knows how to knock. She does. She could she does. do a little lesson on the hey, if a door is closed, mm-hmm. you knock, mm-hmm. even if the person's expecting you. It's a courtesy, right? Because you never know when people may need privacy, like to eat a sandwich. That was a sexy sandwich. <laughs> it. Did they really think that we thought that they were going to get it on in the interrogation room with I'm, the mirror, the double-sided window right there? I know people objected to my use of the word 
filler, but that was literally filler as he was filling his stomach with the, <laughs> with the sandwich. Thanks for bringing me a sandwich, babe. That was so nice of you. I'm going to sit here and eat it in front of you because you ate with the kids. And that was so nice of you. Yeah. And then they start talking about going on vacation and whatever, which I feel like is one of those things that we're all just supposed to be alluding to Lulu getting better, especially since the um, mm-hmm. U.S. Marshal. Yes. Was said to Laura, I know about your daughter, blah, blah, blah. So does that mean we should expect Lulu to wake up before summer next year? Mm-hmm. That would be good. I, I would so. be happy. But yeah, filler, filler, filler with that. But I do like that. So I think it's funny because of the HIPAA thing where Sam is like, no, I'm not going to talk about this in front of you unless I have the permission of my client. And Brett's right. like, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. Yeah. And then Sam turns around and kind of calls Cody out. And she's like, uh-uh, we were not friends. Right. I respected you because you were friends with my boyfriend. Right. I was friendly. Yeah. I didn't like that she stopped the investigation of the juvenile stuff, though, because she came right back off to Spinelli and was like, no, don't look into his juvenile record. And it's like, it's juvenile. It was sealed. It doesn't matter if it was Dante or him. Don't you want to know what happened? Well, that's where I think that her interest has been sparked with not even Dante squeaky clean. I think she might want to adjust the search into, okay, well now what did Dante do? Oh, see, I felt like she was sweeping out under the rug because she mm. went and told so she Spinelli. she to keep the blinders on, you Yeah. Think? Okay. Because Spinelli was going to dig into the juvenile records and she was like, no, nah, we'll maybe get to that later. It's okay. Okay. So I don't think she wants to pull up anything bad that Dante did. Hmm. But I would want to know. Yeah. That curiosity. Especially where that was an obvious. And I don't feel like that was one of those. <sighs> Nobody's perfect. Right. You know, so for Cody to say that. Right. Isn't out of line. And again, you're talking about what he did as a juvenile. Like. Right. Even if he murdered somebody, it's Dante. You would give him the benefit of. So what happened? You right. accidentally pushed someone down the stairs. That's not the same as them or someone fell down the stairs while you were talking to them that's not the same as pushing them down the stairs yep i did not like when mac and dante were talking and mac told him that cody's not his son and then felicia comes in they're trying too hard with her i if they had just had a few more sentences onto mac's semi-breakdown because the news obviously hurt him very, very badly. Right. However, for him to stand alone, say what you think that, or he said something about, yeah, I'm upset that finally I don't have a kid of my own. That has never, and it's been something that he has repeatedly told right. the girls. Everyone. Those are my kids. Right. I wish that he had at least said, you know, I never cared about it. Until, Until I heard about this possibility. Right. And yes, now this hurts because I yes. started to think, what if he was my son? Yep. But the way that he said it in that standalone, if you did not see Mac raising those girls, Robin included, and Felicia's girls included, even though he only talked about her relationship with Maxie. Right. I felt that that just did a big disservice mm -hmm. to the history of yep. what an amazing father. He truly, truly is because, yeah, my husband is not my kid's biological father, 
Those are his kids, though. Right. And if we ever had decided to try for our own, I'm sure that there would have been some on both, you know, and if that does not been able to happen, you know, there would have been something there. But I don't think that would have ever, ever changed the way that he feels about the kids. They're his kids. Right. You know, but that felt like. Uh -uh, I right. didn't it like was, it. Yeah, it was creating a missed opportunity feeling in Mac that we've never seen before. And no. Felicia just kept like pushing it like, OK, he can be sad, but you don't yeah. need to keep pushing him. And then like she pushed him to say, I'm sad I don't have my own biological kid. And then she snapped back and was like, but the girls are yours. Like we've already right. had this conversation. They could have changed that by just having him say that first. He was sad. Right. Because, and that's fair enough. You yeah. know, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it, mm -mm. but then Mac and Dante go with the U S Marshal after Laura over after Felicia overhears the U S Marshal. I did like all this though. Yes. And then I knew the second that Robert is not that dumb. He's not, he's not. That was great. That, that was so, and they played it well. I was actually impressed that they played it like she's getting ready. Anna's getting ready to open the door and there's people outside of the door and they're going to charge the door and whatever. I felt like anyone who's watched the soap before knew that whole time still like, this That's is not, not going to be this yes, house. They're not going to the wrong house. address. But it did give you that minute of, I'm pretty sure it's not a house. Right. And then they were like, oh yeah, wrong house. And I'm like, yes, I'm so glad. And I feel like Robert did that without telling anyone else. Yep. And so now he can know in his little back pocket that Holly is working with Victor. Yep. And then she had her own flashback showing she was the shooter, not Anna's sister. Yeah. So I'm glad I shot you down on that idea and they listened because I did not want it. You're to welcome. <laughs> yeah. I even wrote he's testing Holly and okay. I don't know about everyone else in the world, but when I shut my phone, it locks. Because a lot you, of people don't. You, really? Yeah. That's insane. I have nothing that exciting on my phone. Like, you know, if you break into my bank account, I have no money. If you do whatever, yeah. there, there's nothing good on my phone, but it is still locked because I don't want to accidentally hit something and mess it right. up. Yeah. So how do you leave it unlocked? And I have my text messages so that it comes up who they're from, but it does not show the beginning of the message because I have nosy kids mm. that would totally read the messages and be like, oh, wait, grandma's getting me a pony for Christmas kind of thing. Yeah. So, and I, I, I have my preview just so that I was going to say, I understand that Robert, as far as the parent, his kids are not those ages, right. but you are the district attorney or whatever. You probably get some sensitive information. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you probably, I don't even know that you'd want it to say who your texts are from. Yeah. It would probably True. just say one new text alert. Yeah. So the fact that it yeah. stayed open without a lock, because they lock automatically, even if you don't have a lock on your phone. She did a good job. The screen goes. Just think about, he knew that she was going to do something in order yeah. to be able to see it. That's how well they know and, each other. Yep. And she did. Round one, Robert. Yes, exactly. I loved Laura filling Holly in on 
oh, I'm here to just get some soup for my brother. Your brother? Right, exactly. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it turns out I have two brothers. Right. I one's was, good, one's not so good. I was still only gone for two years, and your parents are considerably older than us. How did you suddenly get a brother? Right. And Holly washed up on the shore of Lake Ontario. Right, what? Okay. So, did you happen to notice the PCPD's badge on their sleeves? That's General Hospital. That's okay. the Metro Court. I cannot figure out what that is. That's the bridge. Uh-huh. I think that's a train going over it. Uh-huh. That's a waterfall. Uh-huh. And then they have, is that the catacombs entrance? Like, that's a, that's a pipe. That's a, that's a tunnel. Yeah. On the oh, badge. So, maybe it's not the catacombs. Room. Maybe it's not the catacombs, but it's definitely some, it, I feel like that's meant to be, that's a secret tunnel that goes through Port Charles. I want one of their badges. I don't know. They should. Okay. So it, it was a thing that police officers would trade patches, badges. Okay. A lot of them don't do that anymore because there are too many crazy people who then Fair enough. pretend yep. to be part of that department. Okay. But General Hospital should sell a magnet of that because I want yes. it. And then no one can use it for bad things. Yes. Please send me a Port Charles badge magnet. They have a baseball cap and the softball three-quarter length shirt. On the shop abctv.com site. They're missing so many opportunities. I know. Well, they probably didn't think. Here's the thing. In a month when that's up on the screen, you can email us at peer54podcast at gmail.com for our addresses if you want to send us one. <clears throat> just saying. Anyway. I want, seriously, I want that magnet. Yeah. Anyway. But I just thought that was really cool because it gave a little overview right. of a few I, things. And I, I just thought it was really funny attention. that the tunnel was there. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Good job, I spying, Shannon. The other I spy I had was was Anna's safe house, Luke's old house. Oh yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I don't have anything else except for my favorite line of the week was Nicholas to Esme whenever she's like, "Come on, we're friends," blah blah blah, and he says, "As memory serves me, you make sex tapes of your friends." And I was like, yes, yes, that is very funny. I like it. That is funny. So. Yeah, I don't think. And, and that's just funny that they mentioned Maxie giving Spinelli an ultimatum. The only thing she said was your vibe on Austin is impacting Georgie. I see. I'm torn with that whole I conversation. I think any co-parenting group would be because, yeah, our child has to be polite and has to be nice. But at the same time, I can't say things to her to force her to want to make a bond with your boyfriend until she's ready to. But at the same time, I shouldn't be saying negative things that make her want to not form a bond. Right. I don't know how you she's get picking to be, up on that 100%. Right, how you get to be completely just like flatline. You do whatever you want to do. Yeah. As a parent, that's very hard to do because even whenever you talk nicely, if your tone is off, your kids recognize that. So where Austin has not done anything yet for Spinelli to right. have 
he just doesn't like the fact he just doesn't like him. Like right. there's not uh but I do. I like Spinelli's I like that he said it's not answer. the second coming of Peter August. Yes, exactly. And he was like, I can't really tell you why I don't like him. I just think he's he's shady. There's something going on yeah. there. He's led. Led. That's it. Yes. Yes. And she's like, what? <laughs> he doesn't ring true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, yeah. That's the one thing. Spinelli tries to be honest, no matter whether you want to hear it or not. And that was his honest answer. Yep. I guess that kind of just brings us. Do, do, do. Reality check. This week just like blew my mind. Like <laughs> all around. We finally finished that evaluation with my daughter. Uh-huh. So able to move. A few things further. I like the office that you created in their waiting room. Yep. I had some work (laughs) to get done and I knew I wasn't going to be part of the testing. Right. So I brought my laptop, brought my mobile hotspot, grabbed a couple of the chairs because it's a small private practice. So I knew that she wasn't going to be scheduling other people there. She's administering a four hour test to your kid. Right. So. So just set up a little office space for myself in the waiting room it's very cute and then years ago I was super super involved in our local chamber of commerce and then just through a series of things hadn't been back in a long time but we always had this annual cash bash and it was this week and I went back for the first time in five years and it was just it was nice it felt like it hadn't been five years that's good and then Friday night my son was in a car accident because of ice and he's okay Car is mostly okay. Just cosmetic damage. Yeah. Going to need like a new hood and a new headlight, but overall things are good and he is okay. And that is the number one thing that hands down matters. But then it made it very interesting because yesterday we had a friend's joint birthday party for her daughter that I was helping with stuff because her aunt passed away this week and the funeral was yesterday morning and... You know, nothing can just happen one at a time. Right. In my world. It's right. Nope. Everything has to happen all at once so that it's, you have to figure this out. And then we had night at the races, which (sighs) so much fun. It was so much fun. And I was only out $5 by the end of the night. Nice. So bam. And my husband didn't bet all of his money. So in a way we're ahead. Wow. There you go. But we each had our set amount. And so me only being out five where I actively worked. Yeah. To lose it. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. I guess for lack of a better. Right. You weren't just sitting on it and then being like, oh, I didn't spend any money. You spent the money, but then won it back. It was nice. Yes. Very good. Um, My week was not as exciting as yours. I learned that your. exciting is not the. <laughs> I learned that the um, side mirror on your car is not as durable as you think it is because Ryan put the trash can on the other side of the driveway and I saw it I did see it like I will not say I didn't check my surroundings because I did but I was running late realized I needed gas was like okay I need to go and I cleared it with my like car but the mirror hit it and in my mind it was empty and so my mirror would just like scooch past it it was not empty so it ripped my side mirror off and I was like yay so I have some duct tape on my side mirror and we'll need to be ordering the plastic parts. It didn't break like the electrical parts or anything like yeah, that. It's, it's just a the plastic thingy yeah. that actually holds it on the car. But I thought, man, I'm so mad at myself because I should have just pulled back in and repositioned and whatever. But I thought the car could handle it, man. I thought it was going to be okay. 
So that was how my, my week started, me being frustrated by that. But then, yeah, it was good. Um, Madeline got to go to archery for the first time yesterday, which is why Aww. I missed our mutual friend's yeah. um, daughter's party because she was never old enough during all the Girl Scout camps. Mm -hmm. And then we didn't get to go to camps because of COVID and blah, blah, blah. And so this was an outside opportunity with the Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts. And she was like, all set, we had to go. So we froze our little butts off for two hours yesterday for her to shoot a total of five arrows because there was way too many kids there. <laughs> but she was ecstatic and she hit the bullseye. So awesome. she did a good job and she was happy with that or whatever. And then we did nine of the races. I was not as lucky as you, but um, Ryan won a bunch of Chick-fil-A vouchers and he was teasing me all night about how he was going to take them to work and buy all of his work friends lunch. And I wasn't going to get any blah, blah, blah. <gasps> no, so, Ryan. so we get home and I'm taking it. They had it in a nice little frame. I'm taking it out of the frame and like untaping them and counting how many there are. And it says on the back of all of them, courtesy of the Monroeville Chick-fil-A, so you can only use them there. And I was like, Ooh. I'm just going to put these in my purse. Thank you very much. So he was a little, little upset that he could not take them and use them. So now I'm guaranteed some Chick-fil-A for a while, which <laughs> makes me happy. So, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Getting ready for thanksgiving yeah we're gonna do our traditional dave and busters wednesday night with all the kids and stuff because everyone's kind of fallen away from the traditional uh turkey dinner i'll still make a turkey like with my mom and stuff like that but dave and busters is our actual celebration so we're looking that's forward fun. to that and that's it awesome well join us on thursday as we uncover the history of jeff weber I feel like this is going to make me mad, but okay. Probably. <laughs> Have a good week. And we'll meet at the pier. Bye. Bye. Oh, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I just was talking about I it. Know. I forgot. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.